verse that deals with that this afternoon. Psalms 151, the Bible says, Praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power. Now, obviously, the rest of these verses go on to talk about praise, but we're going to pull just two or three things out of verse number one, and let's pray now and ask the Lord to help us. Father, I'm thankful, Lord, that you are truly worthy of our praise. Lord, you're worthy of our praise and song. Lord, you're worthy of our praise and conversation. Lord, you're worthy of our praise in each and every way that we could find and everything that we have, Lord, in our breath, Lord, we have opportunity to praise you, and we're thankful for that. Father, I pray that we just give a little more thought on this day where we've spent a little more time praising you in song. Thank you for those who've brought honor and glory to your name through the singing, through the playing today. And Lord, I pray as we leave here, we may have a better posture to go about this area of praise that we could point others to you, Lord, and how we tell and show your goodness in our life, for it's in Jesus' name, amen. I'm afraid today in our society, this idea of praise has been hijacked. Uh, we have movements that have been entitled uh, and have been boxed in as movements of praise. We obviously have a praise and worship movement that is out there, and uh, there's definitely nothing wrong with praise and definitely nothing wrong with worship, but sometimes we uh, shy away from things that get hijacked in movements, and I can understand that. Uh, the Holy Spirit sometimes is a topic that we are afraid of to talk about. Uh, because some folks have taken the Holy Spirit of God and built an entire denomination around it. And uh, sometimes when it's taken out of context and unscriptural ways, we shy away from things. And I, I'm afraid praise has been one of those things. Because praise has been bottled up and confined into movements in our society, uh, we get uh, fearful about talking about praise. But uh, if Scripture talks about it, we ought to talk about it. Amen. And if Scripture makes a priority of it, we ought to make a priority of it too. Here we have 150 chapters in the book of Psalms and dealing with praise to the Lord in Psalms and in these songs. And Psalms 150 wraps things up with verses all about praise. The word praise is mentioned throughout every verse in Psalms 150. I do believe this afternoon that praise should be a posture of God's people. Praise should not just be an event that we participate in a few times in every service. I think praise, the Bible speaks of it, should be the posture of God's people. It should be something that we are bent toward or a position of our life. That's what the word posture means, does it not? Uh, our pianists probably have taught their kids uh, Friday night. They were all up here playing. And I remember when I was taking piano as a young person, posture was very important. How we sit and how we position ourselves. And oh my goodness, my teacher was, was difficult in piano. She was worried about the posture of my hands and not popping the bubble under your hands. I don't know if they still do that, but that was the deal. And keeping a straight back. And she had a ruler sitting close by. And I was afraid if my posture wasn't right, she might help me get my posture right. It was important to have a good posture when you're playing the piano, but I'll tell you it's important that God's people have a posture of praise, meaning that is the position of our life. You know, if you're not careful this afternoon, you can start focusing on what's going on in this world, things you don't like, things you don't enjoy, things that are going on around you that are unpleasant, and if you have that posture in your life, I hate to tell you, you're not going to have very good posture of praise. But if you focus in on a posture, what does that mean? I looked it up this afternoon. A posture is the position that we hold our body or the position that we approach something in. I think God's people ought to approach every day with a posture of praise. That ought to be the positioning of our life. 
that ought to be the approach of our life. That throughout my day today, the afternoon, this afternoon, at work tomorrow, you're thinking, boy, now you're asking a lot. A Monday at a workplace, you want me to have a posture of praise? I promise you, if you will go into your work week tomorrow with the mindset, I'm going to have a posture or a position of praise, you'll find your week goes a whole lot better because I assure you tomorrow, if you'll go into it with the posture that I'm not going to be looking for things to complain about and looking for things to gripe about, I'm going to have a posture a position that I'm looking forward to praising God for what He's doing around me and in my life, you'll never lack an opportunity to praise God. This afternoon, we're going to look at Psalms 150 and look at verse number 1. And uh, rather than have a posture of pessimism, it's easy to have that right now, isn't it? Have you seen interest rates? Uh, boy, I talked to Brother Micah the other day about this new deal at the bank. You know, Leslie and I like to build a house, buy a house. And, uh, you know, we're always getting things in line, getting things ready to find out that if you have good credit, you're going to be penalized for that now. Forty extra dollars a month. And, uh, you know, I don't mind helping folks out, but, you know, you work to have good credit and then you get punished for it. That just shows you where our world is at, you know. You punish people that work hard to do right. And, boy, I'll tell you, I got to thinking about that the other day. And I want you to know, I didn't have a posture of praise. Man, me and my wife were like, I'll live in a camper before I do that. Well, I mean, be careful what you boast of, you know. Uh, I've done that twice. And after a while, you're like, okay, I'll pay the extra $40 a month. You start focusing in on what's going around you, and rather than have a posture of praise, you have a posture of pessimism. You're looking around at all that's going on, and, and you forget just how good God is. And this afternoon, I, I want to show you why praise ought to be our posture. Praise ought to be our perspective this afternoon. And Psalms 151 is going to show us that. And I want to show you three reasons to have a posture of praise. As our folks were singing this afternoon, they were praising the Lord. Look, if you will, verse 1. The Bible says, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord. Now you're thinking, boy, uh, you know, we've heard that one. We've read that one. We know that one. But I want you to think about it this afternoon, what the word praise means. The word praise literally means to shine as a light. To shine as a light. Meaning that when you're praising something, you're shining a light on it. Okay? Uh, I tried to give our young people some praise this morning for playing their piano Friday night. What was I trying to do? Trying to shine a little bit of a light on them. Hey, I appreciate that. The Bible says to praise ye the Lord. That means to shine a light, to point to the Lord. Now it's interesting in verse 1, watch this. <clears throat> the Bible says praise ye the Lord, and then it says praise God. It uses two different names of God there. I don't believe that's a mistake. That in the first part of verse 1 it says praise ye the Lord. Now what does the word Lord mean? Stick with me, okay? We won't be long this afternoon. I didn't get to eat lunch, okay? Uh, I'm usually running my mouth during dinner on the ground time, and I have a Philly steak sitting back there in my office. Oh, man, I just said it. Security guys are probably going to go walk back there and, and eat it during the service. It's going to be an empty little boat back there, so I'm hungry too, so I won't too, take too terribly long. But we need to have a posture of praise, folks. We need to go about our day tomorrow having a posture of praise. Now, what is one good reason? I'm going to help you to have a posture of praise tomorrow. The word Lord is Jehovah, exalted one, elevated one. He uses Lord, then he uses God. Number one, can I tell you, you ought to have a posture of praise, and you ought to praise him for his position. All right? He is the Lord. 
Now, why is that important? You say, well, we know that already. Look, this is one of the easiest ways and reasons to glorify God and to praise God because of his position. You say, what does that have to do with anything? Stick with me. I'm not a pessimist. I am an optimist. Almost to the point where sometimes I'm not a realist. Okay? I've heard people tell me that. I say, well, I'm an optimist. They say, well, I'm a realist. I say, well, I'm sorry for that. I hope you'll get over it soon. I think all Christians ought to be optimists today. Let me tell you why. Because of who God is. Because of his position. He is the Lord. Watch this. He's over all. He is the Lord. He is Jehovah, the exalted one. Can I tell you, if you focus on what's down here, oh, you're going to become a pessimist real quick. You're going to have a bad attitude, and you're going to have a posture of pessimism. Everything's falling apart. Everything's going wrong. Why? Because your aim is off. You're looking down. You ought to raise your sights a little bit. Look at what? The Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Shine the light on Him. Watch this. All of this stuff going on down here is underneath Him. He is above all of it. Hey, have you ever felt like you couldn't get over something? You ever felt like something was too big for you? You ever felt like what's going on in our world is too big for us? And God, I feel like I, this is just, I, I, it's over me. Can I tell you, nothing's ever gotten over God. He is the Lord, the exalted one, and everything that may be over you is still under him. That's why you can praise him for that. You say, Lord, the interest rates are just over my head. They're not over his. That's why you praise the Lord, because of his position. It says, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, him in the firmament of his power. Shine the light on God. Watch. If you start getting down and you start getting out as a Christian, I think what's happened is you focus too low. Listen to what the Bible says. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. The Bible says, be not afraid or dismayed. Watch this, and I'm paraphrasing. Because the battle is not yours, the battle's the Lord's. There's that word again. The battle's the Lord's. Oh, if I start thinking that I have to overcome every obstacle, every complaint, every problem, I'm going to get over. Whelmed. But the Bible says the battle's not mine. The Bible says the battle is the Lord's. And there's nothing that's ever gotten anything, listen close, over the Lord. That's why you ought to praise the Lord today. Have a posture of praise. There's nothing tomorrow, listen, that's going to get over God. It's always going to be beneath Him. Think about it this way. The children of Israel, the Bible says when they walked through the Red Sea, there was a wall of water on this side, there's a wall of water on that side. I'm just going to be honest with you. I would have been a little fearful. You're looking at these walls of water on this side, walls of water on this side, army there behind you. You're thinking, boy, this is all above me. That's what the Danny used to say, above my pay grade. There's a lot of stuff above my pay grade. There's nothing above God. That's why you ought to have a posture of praise. There's nothing that you're worrying about today that's gotten over God. He's still over it. When David went down to face Goliath, what did he say? All the assembly is going to know that it's the Lord. What was David focused on? Why was he not afraid of Goliath? Why was he not fearful thinking, oh, listen, I'm a dead man? No, he was focused on the Lord. He said, yes, he's big, but yes, he's bigger. You see, David had a posture of praise because he realized the Lord, that's who his God was. Psalms 23, what does it open with? The Lord. 
Why doesn't he worry when he goes to the valley of the shadow of death? Because of the Lord. Hey, don't focus on the valley. Focus on the Lord. He's the elevated one. He's Jehovah God. He's the exalted one. Praise the Lord. Why? Number one, posture of praise because of his position. Number two, look what it says. Praise God in his what? Sanctuary. Praise God in his sanctuary. Number one, you ought to praise God for his position. He's Lord. He's over all. Number two, you ought to praise God for his presence. Praise God in his sanctuary. Now, I love this. Now, obviously, I know we are not in a temple this afternoon, but this is God's house. I want you to think about this. Those folks in the Old Testament, think about how they did not have access to God to come into the presence of God. Yet the Bible says that when Jesus was on the cross and the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom, that was God showing us his people that we now have access into what? His presence. You know, I think because we grew up here in the South in the Bible Belt, uh, that we just come to church, right? Sunday morning, we go to church. Sunday night, we go to church. Wednesday night, we go to church. I'm thankful for that. But do you ever think about the fact that we, as the believers, listen, we get to come into God's presence. What a wonderful reason to praise God. Hey, I get to come into the very presence of God. I can approach His throne of grace. That's why you praise God in His sanctuary. But wait a minute, it gets even better than that. Here in Ephesians chapter 3, the Bible says we have boldness to access God. That veil's been rent. I can come into his sanctuary. I can come into his presence. I praise God for that. But wait a minute, the Bible goes on to say, not only can I come into his presence, but watch this, know ye not that ye are the temple. I get to carry his presence. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. You see, Number one, we should praise God because of his position. He's Lord over all. But then we should praise God because of his presence. I get to come into his presence, but then I get to carry his presence with me. I want you to know tomorrow you may be in the presence of some mean people. Tomorrow you may have to be in the presence of some people you don't want to be around. Tomorrow you may be that person that nobody wants to be in your presence, okay? That happens to all of us too. But can I tell you something wonderful? You as a child of God have the wonderful privilege to go right into the presence of God and approach the very throne of grace to find mercy. That's what you ought to praise God for tomorrow. Hey, you should be pessimistic about your coworkers. You ought to be having a posture of praise because you get to be in the presence of God. I saw a computer a while back. I was looking at computers and there was a computer with a sticker on it. It had this little seal on it. And the computer says, Intel Inside. So it was telling me that, that Intel, and I'm not sure what all that stuff is, these smart guys on the front row, y'all can tell me what that means, but I have no clue. But they were telling me that I, that little sticker, that there is something special on the inside of that computer, all right? It says it's Intel. I couldn't tell, but they said it's Intel. So I just trust them that it's really in there. I thought about my life. Because the Bible says I have a seal too. I'm sealed to the day of redemption. Do you know what that seal says? That I have the very presence of God, an indwelling of the Holy Spirit of God in my life. And no matter what comes my way tomorrow, I can approach my day with a posture of praise. Why? Because I have the presence of God in my life. You look around, you can find plenty of reasons to complain. But if you have the presence of God as a child of God, oh, you have a reason to praise. So, 
when we should praise God or how we should praise God. Why should we praise God? Because of his presence, number one. Number two, notice what it says, because of his sanctuary, that's his presence, the first is position. And then finally, number three, you're doing good. The Bible says praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Firmament means literally wide open spaces. The wide open spaces. Watch. So not just here in church. The Bible says that we walk about and we can see the handiwork of God. We look up into the firmament. The heavens declare the very glory of God, the power of God. So it's not just here in church. It's not just at home when you're cutting the grass. That's when I used to love to sing. Why? Because nobody could hear me. Nobody could hear me. Nobody's going to tell me to shut up. You know, so I would just sing, sing. The Bible says, finally, watch this, we praise God for his power. Praise him in the firmament of his power. I was talking to Brother Aaron Clark, a friend of ours. He was visiting with us last week here in service and come by to see us on Friday at their office. We were talking and talking about going to visit the ark. Uh, up there in Kentucky, and if you haven't got to see the ark, it's an amazing thing, and this massive, massive ship that, uh, that has been recreated based on what God told Noah to do, and as we walked around that thing, I said what I told you this morning, I told Brother Aaron, I said, aren't you glad you're on the right team? Aren't you glad you're on the right team? That our God's the one that brought all that to pass, and God saved that man in his house and repopulated the whole world. Oh, God's got it all figured out. I'm thankful I'm on the right team. Can I tell you, you don't have to go to the ark to see the power of God. You can literally look up into the firmament of his power. You look up at the stars, the moon, and the sun. Oh, can I tell you, you start feeling very small, but then there's nothing like just praising the Lord because he's not small. He's bigger than you and I are. The Bible says praise him and the firmament of his power. Psalms 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. I've never looked up this word, the word handiwork. But I got to wondering if it meant what it could have meant, and sure enough it does. The word handiwork literally means the work of his hands. Do you know why you ought to praise the Lord? Because you'll be hard-pressed to look around and not see some of the handiwork or the work of his hands. It's everywhere. Look at these guys on the front row. And I'm sure they're not thinking any of the other guys, you know, that they're, uh, they're sharp-looking. But, boy, you look at them. God put these guys together. You may not realize that these guys are the handiwork of God. Look back, have some young ladies scattered throughout here, handiwork of God. You're going to walk out that door in a minute, you're going to look up at the sky, you're going to see clouds. You're going to see a, a great big burning ball in the sky. And if it was moved just a few degrees closer or further away, we would be vaporized or frozen, and yet God keeps it all in balance. Can I tell you, I'm thankful He keeps it in balance. You know, every once in a while, I'll get burned up here. But boy, if he didn't keep it at balance, we could be burned a whole lot worse. That's the glory of God. You ought to praise God in the firmament of his power. I look out on every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, see people that God brought into our services. Visitors that God brought into our services. Talking to a family this afternoon, some visitors at our church, and told me how they just roundabout ran into them at a, at a restaurant, invited them to church, and they came. You know what I think? I, I don't think that was a roundabout thing. I think that was God. Those divine appointments. You see the handiwork of God. Folks, listen to me. You ought to approach tomorrow with a posture of praise. I'm going to praise God because of his position. He's the Lord. 
And no matter what comes my way tomorrow, look, they might even raise mortgage fees another $40 tomorrow. It's okay. God's still over that. You might have trouble at work tomorrow. Can I tell you, enter tomorrow with a posture of praise. God's over whatever you're going to go through. Then not only that, you ought to praise God tomorrow because you get to come into his presence and you get to carry his presence with you. By the way, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. People leave you high and dry. People cut out on you. Hey, sometimes you feel abandoned. Hey, you know what it's like. You know how it feels. God's never going to leave you. Praise God for his presence. And then finally, praise God for his power. He's done so much. He wants to do so much more. Instead of going in tomorrow with a posture of pessimism because of how our world is, I don't know about you, I want to enter tomorrow with a posture of praise. I want to shine a light on Jesus tomorrow. Why? Because he's over it all. I want to shine the light on Jesus tomorrow because I get to come into his presence. I get to, hey, look, if tomorrow goes down the twos and you have a horrible day tomorrow, guess what? You get to come to the very presence of your father and tell him about it. Think about that. I praise him for that. And then I praise him for his power. We as God's people, look, you may not be a singer, but you ought to be a praiser. You'll take every opportunity you got to point to God for his position, his presence, and his power in our life. Let's have our heads bowed this afternoon, eyes closed. Let's stand together. And we're going to close out our services for today. Could I give you something, some homework for the invitation? Why don't you take this invitation and find something to praise God for? And then find ways tomorrow. I'm going to start thinking, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to tell somebody else. Can I tell you about what God did in my life? He's Lord over all. He's that constant present help in my life and he's the power that I need to do what I can. Father, I thank you Lord for being who you are and Lord, it's an understatement to say that you're worthy of our praise. Lord, you're worthy because of the position you hold in this world and this life and even the next. You are Lord. Father, help us to see that Lord, we can praise you even in pain. We can praise you in our problems. We can praise you in our confusion because you're Lord over all of that. You're Lord. Father, help us to praise you because of your presence. Lord, we get to come into your sanctuary right there in your presence. We can seek boldness and find mercy. Father, help us, Lord, get our eyes back on you and the fact that, Father, you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And then, Father, for your power, help us to look around at the trees this afternoon. Help us take a walk in our yard, look up at the sky. Help us go outside tonight, see the stars, the heavens declare your glory and your handiwork, Father. Help us to see your hand is everywhere. And Father, we praise you for knowing your hand has never been shortened, that it can't save no matter where we're at or what we're going through. Bless this time of invitation. Help us, Lord, be better about this thing of praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have our heads bowed this afternoon just for a few minutes, eyes closed. Maybe during the invitation, you just want to praise God. God, I just want to praise you for this. I want to praise you for being Lord. You're over it all. I want to praise you for your presence in my life. It'd be lonely without his presence. I just want to praise you for that. God, I want to praise you for your power. I see it. If you're here today and you're born again, you're a product of the very power of God. Praise Him for that.
How are you going to approach tomorrow? Why don't you have a posture of praise? I'm not going to focus on what's down below. I'm going to focus on the God who's over it all. He loves me so. Have one more verse before we close. Make sure you're approaching tomorrow with the right posture. Tell you something you already know. Slouching is natural. Right? We don't have good posture naturally. We naturally want to slouch, right? Remember my dad, told me, put my shoulders back, you know, like a man, square shoulders. Don't be slouchy all the time. Slouching's natural. I'd be sitting at the piano stool, and Miss Patricia Williams was my piano teacher. And every once in a while I'd start slouching down a little bit, and she would just tap me on the back nicely, you know. Straighten up, straighten up. I think it's naturally, spiritually as well. If you're not careful, you'll start slouching spiritually. All this going on in the world, all this stuff, all you start slouching. God says, hey, fix your posture. You're my child. You ought to have better posture than that. God straightens us up a little bit by reminding us he's over everything. He's always with you, and he has all the power we need to do what he's called us to do. Let's leave here with a little better posture, amen, that posture of praise. Thank you for everybody who sang, uh, all of our musicians who put all that together. I know, look, that wasn't just thrown away. They got up here and practiced. I know yesterday they were up here practicing. The last few weeks been up here practicing. Appreciate all the work they did. Thank folks who got up here and sang today and uh, glorified God. That's just a blessing to have so many folks willing to do that. Quick announcements right quick. They did tell me that they had some leftover snowballs. The young people are going to put that money just towards summer activities. So if you want to get a snowball after church, they're still going to be there. Thank you for everybody who put all that together. Uh, our staff have put that together. Uh, people are asking me, what are we doing today? I says, I don't know. I had nothing to do with it. And they put all that together. Thank the Lord for that. They did a great job. And uh, I didn't have to really have a part in all of that. Uh, also, uh, Brother Sam wanted me to mention there's some teenagers that have been talking about staying over this afternoon playing field hockey. There will be a chaperone out there. Uh, that'll be out there. I'm not sure what field hockey is all about, but if you want to know, be here this afternoon. They're going to have fun with that. We might need some help on cleanup if you want to get out there for that, help put up some tables or chairs. They would always appreciate help with that. And then Brother Wayne Roberts, he was the one who got us the um, antibacterial that we gave out during our week of service. Uh, he's also got us some more things that we can give out in our outreach opportunities. Got a truckload of it out here that we need to 
unload in the gym. And so I know you guys, I mean, I look and see these teenage guys up here. They are buff. They are strong. And uh, I could use their muscles this afternoon to unload his truck or, or even some of you men who may have some uh, extra muscle there to pass out. Uh, so Brother Wayne's going to pull around to the gym. We're going to unload all of that as well. Thank you for being here today. It's been a great day, great spirit. Looking forward to what God wants to do through us this week. Brother Zach, you come dismiss us and we'll go home.